What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You! Boom.
back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. All right, what's up, Dead Air Hardcore Radio? Um, I'm here with Brian. Have Brian, did you, like, did you ever do like the iteration of this show when uh, with Kevin back in the day? Uh, no, I think um, the first time he may have had the band in was I think um, one of the first Rain Fests, and uh, I actually that was one of the first shows that I I I, I didn't play with with Shabal because I had work. Um, and my cousin Matt uh, uh, filled in for me. Um, and I think he had like Nate or, or Jason in, in the studio. Okay, was he still? Was he at the big studio yet? Was do you do you know if he was like in the what what year was that? That was uh, I want to say two thousand because we were living at the apartment, so that was probably like two thousand nine, maybe two thousand ten. Um, okay, so it's it could be it literally could be a toss of the coin because they because they got because I know Kevin and Ian got their. Uh, got their job um at the big radio station i'm pretty um, sure it was before the, the the big radio station though okay so yeah they they just yeah then they just had their that was just like right at the end before uh they gave it off to their uh intern before they gave it off to k10 and then um and then i think whatever happened to that, that was right k10 <laughs> um i saw him i saw him at wrestling like the the K10 lore runs runs thick because he'll that, that motherfucker was man we when, when we would every time we would tour up to Seattle we would have a different Caden story like like <laughs> that motherfucker's weird man but 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 he's but he's sick dude like he, you know he, he's just fun to be around and uh, <laughs> but yeah he's fucking weird um so <laughs> so as, know, man, as far as not not the hey he's an old host so we can I love I like talking I like talk because he's realistically he just like kind of he kind of dis he disappears he he'll he'll like he'll disappear and reappear he hasn't been uh going to anything musical and like because he got married like five or so like anywhere from like four or five years ago and so Mm -hmm. like what he'll one time like so the the reason i became the host of this show is he one i forget what i forget exactly what happened but uh i me and him ran the show to, together for like a year mm-hmm. um after i started going to school he can he came in one night late i believe i don't i forget if he it was coming from a seahawks game or if it was from it was either a hawks game or our uh, award ceremony because we have like a yearly award ceremony for kgrg um and he and i was running the show and i had another another uh i think it was just me and one other person it might have been i was running the show by myself and then i had a couple like random we had people coming in and out because i think it was a it was it was the it was like the award night or whatever mm-hmm. and um people were in people were in the uh in the control room and what happened was i think somebody was like fucking messing with the control was messing with the control room 
and while i was playing hardcore people were people were like blaring fucking um random random shit over the over the thing and i was just like okay i need to stop that and all of a sudden somebody some other i don't know how it got connected but another uh fucking um another computer on another in another dj booth got connected into our into our uh thing and somebody we caught one of the like like the new students blasting fucking porn and i had to i had to cut it off i had to play like i had to i i went and i like fucking put a sun song on and, <laughs> and and so so i could so i could go deal with it and i remember k10 just came in and he said he said how did that happen i was like i don't know he's like he's and he just comes on he um and he was like you're a fucking bitch and he walks out he walks out and that is the last time i see him for like three months and he just doesn't show up to the show again and then oh, i should and then i see him at a show and he fucking at a at a at a show at black lodge and he at like we're in our mid-20s at this point and he just like all he does is look at me moshes into me and then walks away and then we don't talk for another month ah. and then like he's like oh i'm sorry bro <laughs> he's like i've been going through it i'm like you could have wow. just said you could have just said that <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I, unusual beast. I i like having the i like having the case because that was such chaotic energy because i was um straight straight up those days were like that was like what drawn me to doing this because like this is like i'm hanging out in my room we're just chilling which is fine because that's like the podcast thing now and i'm too uh i'm like too old to be like going hard every like time i'm like going doing a doing a radio show but it was super fun like coming into the the vibe was always cool because like like we would have we would we would come in on a thursday night um we would have like the indie emo show with all with all the hipsters like doing like the npr talk and then <laughs> like the lights would be shut off the mood lights and then we would come in and fucking like bring all of our people and like people would be fucking moshing in the studio and shit <laughs> and it and we would like turn turn off and turn off the um uh we would we would turn up the fucking music and start start going wild and i was like that was like i miss that because that's not like like i can i can confidently say and i'm sure even kevin can confidently say radio is not the fucking same shit it used to be because it used to be fucking fun as shit like even even a couple years ago and like now it's it's just come down to like the content creating because like because kevin's like now sitting in his in his little room like he's doing a lot of shit like i mean i know you taught you've talked to him in his little yeah. in his little cave um yeah, yeah, but, yeah but dude dude just sits down and like and he just i the amount of stuff that he creates in his little room is is crazy like he because he has like it seems like he has at least five like active podcasts and shows under his belt 
Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely doing his thing. Like, um, I, like I mean, I follow him. Like, me and him keep in touch. Like, I think he he actually just texted me like maybe last week, and so we're always in contact with each other. And like, uh, but yeah, just from like me, like seeing what like what he does on on um through like the uh, the metal show, and then his uh, um his personal uh, um Instagram. It's just yeah, it looks like he's just always up to something. And yeah, I remember he he texted me uh. And she uh, about a week and a half ago, I want to say, because it was right before he he uh, uh, interviewed uh, uh, the Cavalera brothers. She's like, "Yo, I'm interviewing Max uh, this day, and then the next day I'm interviewing Igor." And I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, that's fucking sick!" Because he he knows like I'm obsessed with with the Cavaliers, you know. And um, so yeah, he fucking that dude's always just fucking doing doing fucking sick shit. And uh, shout out to him, man, for you know putting us on like he 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 always has us on like his radio show whenever we're in Seattle or uh, even if we're not, he'll, he'll give us a call. And yeah, he's always, he's, he's, he's always done a lot to help us out and then, you know, stay at his, his, his fucking house back when he partied and <laughs> yeah, it was good times. Good times with Kevin, man. That is a, that is definitely a brother. Yeah, no, he's definitely been like, since like when I started, like I, it was just K10. I didn't know. I barely knew. I knew about, I knew who Kevin was, but me and him, weren't uh weren't acquainted and then i like basically now like that's like when k10 kind of got married and went do did his his thing like kevin is the person i talk to i mean i see him every month you know for for the wrestling um so and we and we cat and we catch up and but like he's definitely has as far as like content for like for like heavy music and for and just for like alternative music in general he's uh as far as like the what he does he's he's set the bar he's definitely set the bar and has uh and it gives me like something to like strive for as far as like what i like what i want to like accomplish as far as like as far as like content creating and like being like as like as he's doing this i need to be i need to be doing that it's not like even like a competition thing it's more of a I was like, I see, this is what I, this is what I, you know, I don't want to copy him, but like, this is like, yeah, how I should be doing it. This is why, this is the amount I should be, I should be striving to do. This is yeah. maybe the way I should be uh, like putting out, uh, putting out my stuff. And I'm just thankful that he, like, I was like, I talked to him, like, I think back in like September, October, and I was like, are you chill with me still having the, having the name even though this is like a totally different thing because it's like i think because i was like i think it's cool the fact that you've like let me have for so long because in two years like this this thing that you started is about is going to be like 20 years old yeah yeah and literally so it's like i was like i want to at least keep it for another two years if i'm going to do like a format switch like or do a like a name switch or whatever because like i think 20 years is like like there because a lot of people like will see this because it's like a small thing that we do here in tacoma and they'll be like they'll look at it and they'll be like uh they're like you're trying to copy axe to grind and you're trying to copy this is like dude no this thing has been i mean those obviously the axe grind people have been around long longer than i've been fucking born but the like the the format of this stuff has been around uh twice as long as most yeah, of these yeah. things have that have uh 
popped up before this like golden age of like of like podcasting and like it's crazy the amount like just in the last couple of years like there's a there's now like you know where there was like four or five there's just like a gigantic rip of metal and hard like 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 there was metal before but like hardcore podcast and radio shows and things like there's a yeah. it's almost enough to be like its own little category yeah yeah no it, it's like um um there's like it, it, it's like, like like tv you're like constantly flipping through the channels to find something like it, it's pretty cool that you can actually find you can actually do that with podcasts like these that kind of are geared towards like heavier and, and more extreme music and um it's fucking sick and um it's like like, like and who, who gives a fuck like you know like like everyone's gonna have their own different opinions like like you can have the the, the same template as, as another fucking podcast but uh, it's not going to be the same because people have their own ideas and um you know their own kind of style and, and approach to things so it's you know it's not going to be the same but but it, i mean haters are going to fucking hate but man that that's fucking sick that this shit's been going on almost 20 fucking years and I mean, hopefully it's in like 20 more years too. <laughs> I hope, dude, I would love to find someone who, who's, who's down to, who's, who's down to do this after, after I'm done, but I'm like, I'm, I'm going to personally make it to try to make it to 20 years or, or die trying for this yeah. stuff. Cause it's like, <laughs> I was like, why not? There's obviously been times like, like when you, when you create anything and you, you know, it like with uh, creating your music, there's a time where it's just like, there's this weird time where you're just like kind of just doing it and you're not, it's not, it's not always just like, Oh, it's not fun. You're just kind of going through the motions and you're like, yeah, some, some piece, sometimes it's just like, it's a hit or miss people. Like people will respond, will, will weirdly respond to you. Even if you're, you're not, your heart's not in it, but like, but it gets to a point where it's just like, like, I know there was a couple, there's a couple years where I'm like, the, I was like, there was some cool stuff happening, but my heart just like, I was just absolutely just fucking trampled on by life. And I'm like, I'm like, Ugh. but, and, and I'm just, and I'm like, but now that I've gone through it, I'm like, my, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay now. I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm going to keep going. I'm like, and then yeah, yeah. I know that's the same. I'm sure that's the same with you with, uh, with doing music for as long as you have with uh, both of your bands yeah yeah no it, it definitely has like like it's uh it's up and down moments i mean the past couple of years have been pretty cool because we've been taking it so slow and stuff and um i'm definitely like like so so we, we don't kind of get burnt out on, on it and stuff so like that that's pretty cool um but yeah like i i know exactly what you mean like sometimes you like it just doesn't feel like it feels more of an obligation than like what what you I used to be excited for and like you know get stoked for and like yeah I've been there <laughs> no absolutely so because this is like the first time that we've that we've like specifically like actually chatted outside of very like small Facebook chats and obviously we have like a ton of people that like know each other and that's how we're like how we know each other yeah um i'll probably get to some like basic questions that because that you've are that you've uh you know kind of already done before but i'll try to we'll try to make those like kind of brief but uh 
So, well, with your two projects, we're talking mainly about your, uh, we're going to be mainly talking about uh, Zompontly and talking about the new stuff that you have coming out on 20 bucks spin. Yeah. But with uh, uh, Zavalva, what, uh, what was the first time um, that you came to the Pacific Northwest? You mentioned that you guys came, that uh, you came with the band itself came in like 2009, but what was the, what was the first time you came what was the first time you came into to Seattle for music in general? Yeah, yeah. So the very first time I went to Seattle, and it was the that's when I basically kind of fell in love with the city, uh, and it becoming like my favorite city to visit was um. It was the trial reunion in two in two thousand five. Um, me and um, it was me, and my cousin, and the two of my homies, uh, Eric and and uh, Chops. We uh, and it was supposed to be Nate, but Nate um. He, he bailed out at the last minute. I think his mom, his mom wouldn't let him go. Cause I mean, he had, at, this, at this point I was only like 19. So Nate was only like, I think like 17, 16 or 17, excuse me. And, um, oh, excuse me. Fucking gas. But anyways, <laughs> there we go. Right. Not, <laughs> good, not, good, good. That's some good fucking radio right there. <laughs> so, um, we, we ended up like, um, like all of us were like fucking like weird about flying and shit. So like we're like, well, why don't we like try to road trip and and, and just go there? And uh, of course, like we, we were all down for the road trip. Of course, we're young, stupid. We didn't plan very well. So it was basically just a straight shot to Seattle. It took us about 19, 20 hours. Um, and uh, we get there. And of course, like all of us are like, fucking city is fucking sick. Like love how green it is and just all, all kinds of shit. Uh, so that was the first time I went to Seattle. The first, the, the first time I went there to play was I think in, um, it was in 2000 and I want to say seven, six or seven. I, I went there with my old band time for change. And uh, we played uh, at some coffee shop. I want to say, or, or no, I don't, I don't even fucking remember so fucking long ago, but, uh, that shit was fun. Um, and, uh, we went there the first time I went there with Shibaba was in about Oh nine, I think. No, no. Yeah. Oh nine, early Oh nine, maybe late Oh eight. And, uh, that shit was, was fun. We played a couple shows in, in, in Washington, like one in, um, Vancouver and then one in Seattle and then one in, um, uh, it's like you go up the five. It's the last city before like the border. It's um, it's got a weird. It's got like a funky ass name. It's uh. Oh, are you talking about Bellingham? Bellingham. There we go. And uh, went over there, jumped off some fucking waterfalls and shit. Um, and now it's like I want to say oh eight, maybe oh maybe oh nine, but I think it was oh eight. And uh, actually no, it was probably like late oh seven, early oh eight. I want to say. I, I don't fucking remember, man. This shit's just so fuck. There's so so many fucking memories it's just fucking crazy but yeah that's some of the first times i i went to seattle and to play music and and yeah that shit was fucking fun man i love going there oh yeah early dude the early 2000s it's just crazy just living in it because i absorbed the city and like i've been and i've been working in the city for so long so from going back in the day like there it is there's definitely like a different a, there is definitely a different vibe to the city like yeah. as far as like there's still the people that do shit like um like obviously the 2010s brought the fucking tech bros and like that's sh- and having the people just like like 
it went from like you know real chill to like people like if especially go on the weekend like when the rain fest started coming up to uh to numos and stuff i liked going to numos fine but i just started noticing a lot of fucking tech bros with zero self-awareness just like just like fucking aimlessly like there's difference between like walking like walking like trying to like get to where you need to go because you live in the fucking city uh, instead of walk just just aimlessly fucking walking in front of cars and having no self-awareness like like people like i remember just like always like having bus like taking kid like taking like car loads of people to Rainfest and like yeah just, just like in that like change like of people just like always having to deal with the people outside the fe- outside the festival was so fucking annoying yeah like yeah. I, I remember the first time that i um that i went there um like i said it was for, for that for that trial show and i remember it being um like a like a diet LA where it was kind of like that part of Capitol Hill was kind of still kind of like not like sketchy over the top sketchy but there was a little like sketchiness to it and just little kind of like city city kind of vibe to it um and then but yeah like I noticed every time I went back like it, it, it there was like things that were different about it and then from friends that I kept in contact with over the years like would say the same thing like oh yeah like you know Capitol Hill is at the same as it was and um you know back then or, or whatever and like of course i got like I'm, I'm i'm an outsider so i don't know the specifics but um just from an outsider's perspective there was like a a change over the over the years like uh between like 05 and like 2011 and, and it was just pretty crazy <laughs> and a lot more like 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 kind of like like weirdo club normal types like you know the quote like the bar hoppers and shit like you know those fucking weirdos um yeah yeah it didn't it didn't really resonate with me until i started actually like working there because i like i went to all the rain fests up there and then i uh but i didn't realize like how because i i had no reason to go to capitol hill like i don't i've like i was like semi semi semi-religious like when i was like in my late tween late teens i was still going to church and stuff and then i when i dropped out of that i became straight edge so like i went from maybe a little bit of light drinking to no drinking at all yeah and like so there was like like zero reason for me to like to like be there unless i'm like unless i'm working so it's just like like capitol hill has always had it's like you know weirdness but and i and that's what but that's part that's just part of the city it's the it's the people who are who just come who come in like who with all their money and think that they fucking like own the place. And you get these people that are coming in from that are staying the night and like they come in with their bit, their big fucking groups and they just don't, they don't care about fucking anything. Yeah. Like they're the, these like the rich tech people like who come in with their groups. They don't think that they need to, to like, they just, they just cut lines, fucking come, come in and fucking like, harass the fucking staff um they they're coming to show off they don't they're just like they they yeah 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 and it's just like that's what part of people say like talking like there's people that talk shit on the city and i'm like there are some like 
stuff that is part you know of our local government that's our that's our fucking problem but it's also like some of the people that you know just show up with no self-awareness or people that show up and just like talk like talk mad shit because they've you know they've transplanted like musically into seattle and they like they're like this isn't the same as philly or this ain't the same as this i'm like get over it i was like or you or you people are soft and i'm like get over it it wasn't all like it wasn't always fun i know you if you've been if you went to any of the shit between 05 and 07 shit shit for some of the harder shows were not so we're not fucking yeah. we're not that soft like it just yeah. it it, be, it became that way but not like but like it became like it, it didn't come soft it became like respectful and self-aware like yeah. to where like it was like uh we have few venues why tolerate people like like it's cool to mosh or smack smack and pe- smack into people that's fine but like why aimlessly like have pointless fights and then not have a place to play because tacoma had so many places just like until until it got to viaduct and then viaduct had had to be like nomadic for a while with their with their fucking shows so like why why fucking risk that like it's not worth it to have some sort of reputation of we have these people because like the first i think the furious style shows that i went to back in the day like used to always have like literally a fight every fucking time i'm like yeah what's the was like just like what's the fucking point it was like didn't even some there's sometimes i didn't we didn't even make it to the fucking end of the show i'm like like people people will be like well we're used to that all the time like okay well you handle that that's fine if you guys are able to handle that shit and it works for you that is totally fine and i'm not like like there's scenes like i know there's like some people that have like when i've when i've talked on this subject have been somewhat offended because they're like well well this you know this is not how it works in like in my soul cow scene and whatnot but i'm like so that's that that's not what it is like we're like we're a small we're a small area like we've been very lucky to have the people that support like if it wasn't for people like you and you and zabalba like sometimes like during like some of our uh like like our pre-rain fest times you guys have always like when people have not not shown up your band has always has always come out like when like when we've had a dry spell and tours and shows and stuff your your uh zabalba in in has always come out to uh to show love to our city yeah and our shows like they weren't like the biggest shows but they did like like luckily like there was just enough people there that were stoked that we were there that it made it worth it made it worth the trip and like because when i played with my first band actually i remember the first show that i played in seattle now it was at this fucking like basement garage shit um there was these two houses that that were next door to each other. They were like kind of like hardcore, kind of crusty squat parts or squat. I don't, I don't even know. But it was a, this band called This Time Tomorrow lived in one of the houses. And then their friends lived in another house. And um, we stood there and played. And it, it was a small show. Um, 
and because uh, it was in like a little basement. It was a nice packed out little basement. So that was cool. And then the times that I came up with Zababa were fucking same, like um, just just enough people that were stoked to see us. And um, uh, same with, with like Tacoma. I think like like Zach actually booked our Vancouver show that, that we played. Um, he, he would always hook us up with, with shows, you know, any way that he could. And so like we always, we, we've just always had a good time in, in, in the Pacific Northwest. And that's what kind of kept us like coming back. Not so much like, because we're like, oh yeah, fucking look, oh, the crowd's going to be fucking sick. It's just because we always fucking had fun here. And like everybody that we, we knew from here, like our homies and shit were fucking fun to be around. And we just wanted to have like, 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 like we just wanted to have a good time. And that's why we'd always, you know, do whatever we could to get up to the fucking Pacific Northwest. I know the, the weird time that like, I think, I think it was the power trip tour that you guys did like a decade ago out here. Um, I think it was power. I think it was uh power trip off Omega. Like it was the last time we had ours. It was the last time for like almost like five years that, uh, that uh, Seattle Legion hall had a show because like, and it, and it was cool to, for the, for the point, like, like people, we already knew it was going to be like that, but like, we already knew we already had panels ready to replace the fucking walls because like there were holes in all the fucking walls at the end of the fucking show (laughs) because uh like i was like i was like i was like that one was like that one was actually like 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 a a a really hard like sabalba show but like the one weird thing i remember was i was like i was walking around between the bands we went and got food and like some dude was like I was a fucking a fucking cop showed up and they were like they were like what are you doing I'm like uh, uh, we're getting food I was like is there a concert and they're like we're just going to watch some shows it's just down at a venue and like we just tried to be like real fucking discreet and they're like they were like oh is is that is it Zabalba I've been wanting to go to that show and I'm oh, like Zabal like low key it was like it was not even it was like it was it was like half it felt like half a psyop and yeah. half like, like because the dude had to, like it was like, it was like a Hispanic dude with tattoos who looked like he might be like going to some like Sepultura or Soulfly shit, yeah. like, but I was just like, I was like low key, like I was just like I was like I was like, yeah, I was like, and it was very fucking weird. The dude like. Like I, I don't know if you saw him come in. He showed up and like literally came and bought a record, and he yeah, came. No, I, I and... actually, um, I wasn't on that tour, so like, I, I don't okay, remember. But no, that was actually the first. Um, that tour was uh, like one of the first tours that uh, they um, they started doing like full time touring, and I had just started working like a like a quote unquote real job or whatever, and uh, I, I wasn't able to 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 make that one so um they got like a fill-in for for that and then there's other like u.s tours that and european tours that that i didn't play because uh it was working yeah fucking fucking work bro (laughs) no i feel i feel it (laughs) no i feel i feel it like like if you want to fucking continue to do to do shit like this you have to have like some sort of you have to have some sort of balance and like i was i was 
I was at that age, like, like I've played it. I've like where I played in like local bands where like, like oh this the, the I was like so close with the friends like back in high school like oh the drummer can't play I guess can't play anymore I guess we have to break up I'm like that's yeah. not I was like and I realized after I was like that's not a way that's like not yeah. a way to have like longevity <laughs> like like you have to like just like have friends like fucking bounce bounce in and out and shit like because for like post rainfest it was literally like five people five people total that like literally made the made the shit like act made shit run like yeah, yeah. five people were in all the fucking were in all the fucking bands all the tour all all the people were who like were successful in doing hardcore shit and and touring was all through five specific fucking people. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, around that time that um, how you said that there was like like kind of like like dry spells in Seattle. Um, around that that time that I first played in, in Seattle with my old band, um, I remember uh, there being like a hate breach show that night. Um, it was like the night before we played, and uh, people were like, "Oh, hey, uh, I'm gonna be working the show." If you guys want to come and and uh, I didn't end up going, but um, our uh, um, our bass player um, went and our singer went, and uh, they were like, yeah, there was like nobody there. It was like it was like a big fucking like venue, and then there there was like maybe like like fifty people there, and it was like Haybreed and and some other like big ass fucking band that they were touring with. And I'm like, oh fuck, wow, that's that's fucking weird. Promoting was weird as fuck in the two thousands because you really had to be like, like for even with the internet, like I had to, to make, to know that uh, one of my favorite fucking bands was playing. I would really have to like eyeball the, the venues and their, and their, and their calendars. Like, because it wasn't, it wasn't always like, and that was still like, uh, you know, prime time for flyers. Like to, to, to know, to know like what, to know what's going on. I like it's a little bit easier now like either because there's either not as many shows or everything's a little more connected or maybe I'm more connected and people are actually telling me or to to, to go to the shows but like back then yeah I, it's sometimes it'd be it'd be really fucking weird like some like I would not know that a show that uh, a show was fucking like a big show is is happening like the only time right now that that's that that's happening right now is like it's it's a little bit like that right now because of post pandemic in some places we don't some pe- places just got up and running and like after a couple years so like uh the crocodile like has had a handful of fucking shows uh some decent shows that i'm like how the fuck did i not know this is it was like there was like five shows in a row at that at that venue that were like yeah. tours that I would I would have literally uh, taken off like like went and saw before I go to work and I was like yeah. I was just like no and no, like zero like all my friends like we go to the at uh, we've talked like outside of them and been like when are how are these like they're like yeah this 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 tour is coming to croc tonight this tour is good this is in the last couple of months like how the fuck is this happening yeah. but they're but they're like right now it's different because it's like every there's like 
there's very few times like there's a show that's not had that doesn't have a big um turnout just because we're in this like post um not post pandemic we're still having like we're still having like you know covid and there's covid issues but we're in we're kind of starting to more live with it at this at this uh yeah point so so as far as the venues like to stay alive we gotta you know somewhat go back to where to what we were doing uh two years ago so yeah yeah. but but we have with that there's a lot of people going like going and people in there there some of their uh built-in audiences are going but like yeah i completely understand like i like that time that 2005 i was i was barely 16 so i i didn't even barely i've i only listened to maybe a couple 16 17 17 was when i really started getting put on to like hardcore but like but that like 16 was still there's still a lot of a lot of pop punk like me, like uh new uh, like a lot of new metal a lot of new metal back the, in in that in that like day so i did so i i wasn't uh i knew hate i knew hate breed and that was about it yeah yeah you know i think it, uh, uh if if i remember correctly it was hate breed and i want to say shadows fall but I, i'm not really sure but i know for sure it was hate breed that that sounds specifically like if studio seven was a thing that sounds like a studio seven show I, I for think, sure I, I think it was a studio seven show that, that that sounds familiar to me yeah rest rest and fucking piss um <laughs> oh the, I, I did zavala ever play studio seven uh i don't think so um i've i've never played it but uh um i i can't recall it if, if we ever did though i don't yeah. think we did in my mind, I feel like the statue of limitations has has lifted enough for me to like actively be like fuck that place because it it hasn't it hasn't it hasn't re- existed for for a long time just because of the practices from the people. It's now it's now like it, it's now a disco club, but like <laughs> I uh, like I saw some awesome fucking hardcore there, but I also like had some weird just I've never been like harassed like by people like i've never been harassed before like like by by like just like playing and just like playing in bands and just like existing uh, yeah. <laughs> like as much as much as that is that venue because it was very fucking weird and like there's sketchy things but like yeah that seems like a that seems like a uh, Studio Seven show because when there was a metal crossover one, it was very, it's very just like it wasn't bad. It was just fucking weird yeah. over there. But uh, but yeah. So um, moving moving on a, a a little bit to um, from that to music. So like with uh, you were going to a lot of hardcore shows like in like two thousand and two thousand. When did when did uh was there was metal always on your mind or when did it kind of when did it kind of switch more to uh to wanting to be like actively more into like you know metal metal influenced uh style stuff? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so um, I mean, when I was a kid, like I always liked just like more, I guess, alternative type of music. 
um uh, I, I i listened to, to like everything like that was on the radio alice in chains you know uh, pearl jam uh, but at that time there was also rancid green day um you know bands like that that were on the radio bad religion social distortion so like um I, I was, I liked all that stuff and Pantera, Slayer, Metallica was another one of my favorites when I was a kid. And, um, but I, I didn't know what all that shit was. I, I, I couldn't differentiate the styles because I was only like in fifth grade. So um, I, um, I liked just whatever sounded sick to me, you know, whatever sounded fucking cool. If it had a distorted guitar, I was probably gonna fuck with it. And um, as I got older, um, you know, like uh, Reggie the Machine was one of my favorites uh, throughout that time period and um, that I like obsessively followed. And um, when I hit high school, like right before high school, uh, well, I went to my first show when I was like 12 with my cousin and my sister. My sister took us. It was Descendants, Guttermouth, um, Less Than Jake and Strife opened up. So I had like, that was the first time I was ever introduced to like hardcore was with the strife. And uh, I liked it. It, it in, in my head when I was a kid, like I said, it sounded fucking crazy. So I was like, this is this is what I like. But I, I didn't I didn't I didn't know styles. And then it wasn't until like high school where I started honing in on more punk because my cousin was was getting into more punk and he um, was showing me a lot of different punk bands. And then at that time, I just was like, okay, like I, I, I fuck with punk. And then, but like, I still followed like Rage Against the Machine was like one of the few bands I, I like, even when going through my narrow minded punk phase, where like, um, I can't like anything but punk rock because I'll look like a fucking poser or whatever. Like that, that I always followed them. Um, but uh, Strife was another one. I was like, okay, like this is, this is like, I still consider them punk because they were in the realm. Um, you know, hardcore punk and stuff like that. Like, like those are the only styles that I could really like that I, that connected with me because it was fast and aggressive. And um, I just loved like the, the drumming styles. Like I'm a drummer at heart. So like, um, I just always loved like, you know, the fast fucking punk beats and the downbeats and shit like that. And um, so like after, I'd say like, like after high school, when I started, well, when I started getting into like more heavier stuff, well, I was probably like, like a, a junior in high school. Um, and that was like, uh, like Lamb of God, like um, that black label shit had just dropped or whatever. And like, I was like, okay, this is fucking sick. I was like, it's metal, but like, I don't know, for, for some reason, like I, I, I got like just like a hardcore vibe, like a small hardcore vibe to it just because like they were on like the health as dvd or vhs whatever well and 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 when you see some of these bands you gotta do like studying like with you know with with like lamb of god you have their their hardcore their they have hardcore roots yeah, they have hardcore roots yeah <laughs> and with you know band, there's a lot of bands in that in that era that had a lot of hardcore yeah. roots that kind of just ended up that but they still weren't they were not hardcore bands but they were doing their they had their roots in that scene, but were just experimenting with their yeah. own styles of music. Yeah. So like, like when I was a, a, a about a junior and um, like I said, I was just a fucking dumbass like punk, like, oh, I can't like any fucking metal. I can't like anything that isn't punk, you know, I was a dumbass kid. But um, um, like I said, Strife was one of those bands that I kind of hung tight with. And um, 
uh, kind of cling to. And uh, my, uh, I remember one of my homegirls in class was like, oh, what are you listening to? I'm like, oh, I'm listening to this band called Strife. And she, like, I, I showed it to her and she's like, oh, it kind of reminds me of Slayer. And I'm like, Slayer? I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I guess it's fast, you know? And, and then th the, when she said that though, like, I kind of like, was like, fuck man, I, I really need to go back and listen to Slayer because I haven't listened to Slayer since like I was like, eight, like maybe seventh or eighth grade. And um, I was like, fuck, like I, I love Slayer. <laughs> And it's metal but like i was like i don't know slayer gets a pass like because I, I figure like punk rock motherfuckers could listen to this shit but like i was a big like victory head so like because of strife so like i would like get the victory comps from my cousin and i would listen to different things like hate breed earth cry earth crisis was one of the first uh kind of like more like metallic like like overtly metallic you know hardcore bands i wasn't fast a lot of groove um, that I was like, fuck, okay, this is sick. And then it was like mad ball, like, you know, it kind of just snowballed from there. And it was kind of made it okay for me to get into metal and stuff like that. And um, so like, I started opening my mind to like that kind of, cause I just, I, I just started, know I like heavy, I like low tune stuff. I was, just give me heavy shit, you know, something that your body feels. And um, so like senior year and after high school is when I started getting more into like heavier, um, forms of of uh, of uh, not just hardcore but just like music started listening to more like doom metal and like discovered like neurosis and corrupted and stuff like that and um started getting into that shit but still like i mean i was always going to hardcore shows you know um so i just like that's basically a lot, like just a portion of my musical journey just like <laughs> how like i started getting more into metal i just i just like heavy heavy shit you know and and that's kind of how, how it went down. <laughs> I think that's why also like we're having this, you know, like you guys like are, were ahead of the, like Sababa was like, and just what you, what you do now in your, uh, in your current project are a little bit ahead of the curve of like what kids like 10 years, 10 plus years younger than yeah. both of us are, are, are doing with a lot of like, you know the maggot stomp collection and all that and all this stuff and stuff that's that's even like on 20 bucks spin that is like hard hardcore kids who make it some of it's not like none of it is could be hardcore at all but like it's it's definitely like people play playing understanding that there's like that uh you know this kind of like a song structure that like hardcore kids would enjoy because yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes dude like you know death like early death metal there was no like like with stuff there was no reference like like there's some stuff in like even with crossover i'll i'll say it and i'll say it and i haven't had i have not had somebody who's a fan of the Iceman come and call, and call me out for it but like some of the shit like for for like even for crossover for stuff like Iceman, if harsh truth was just a little bit small it was a little bit like um shorter mm -hmm. i think it would be a better song it's just my opinion, but they, these bands have, have like, you know, they had, a, there was not like a reference point. There's nobody telling them yeah. to play shorter or faster songs. It's just like, there's also just a lot more music now. So like, I like, if it's going to be, if it's going to be a, a, you know, a six minute track, I it's, it's gotta have, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gotta have enough. I think have something. 
<laughs> I, I I know I like one one thing like because I can't do like sometimes like there I will I will always like um like I like neurosis riffs but I can't listen to some some straight up stuff like that all like yeah for too for too long and like I think a band that, that does it for me and maybe just because I have respect for for uh pettibone and stuff and you know undertow and Hemsa and stuff but uh eris is ha i feel like their stuff is uh is put like is slow but put is put in a way like i can listen like it yeah the yeah. newest the newest eris stuff is is super good and it's like i i'm i can listen to i can listen to those six minute songs without being without being upset and like some early like you know some some death you know some of the death metal that's in that's in like you know the the hellhammer celtic frost and that stuff there's some of the stuff that's a little bit that's uh that has some more punk beats and stuff in in their stuff that's a little bit longer like i i can i can do but that's what i said if it's i think i don't know hardcore kids pick up intent like a hundred percent like yeah. they can understand they can understand intent like because with zabalba like when i started enjoying a lot more the more the more real fucking weirdly enough more metal like you guys got over the years the more i was like picking up like this okay this is cool and then yeah. when you when you came i was on poly i was like this is fucking this is awesome like because i will not ever consider myself a metal kid uh, per per se because it's like mm -hmm. it's the same with like do like i get a lot of like questions from a lot of like i have a lot of new newer kids like that are listening to the program that that have just started going to shows asking me what do you think of what you, what do you what do you think of death metal power metal uh power violence um grindcore is like i'm like i do you like them i'm like I, that's just like opening up a can of worms. That's like saying, yeah. that's like saying like, Hey, do you like, do you like, uh, you know, do you like football? Do you like anime? Do you like sport? Do you like this? Do you like that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, so I will say I like stuff like, but I don't want to get into a point. Like there's stuff I don't, uh, I don't know. Like I've, I've been trying more and more to get like, cause I lived in a household like where wrestling was not like we were a strict, like boxing, like household. So wrestling, like I know, I know, like I know attitude era. And then I've been get, going to I've been going to like, you know, def, defy and, in in checking out the stuff that Brody and stuff has been doing. Yeah. But like if i say i like it they'll be like it's it's like the it's like the thing that do it's like the it's like the you know the band shirt meme name five name five whatever <laughs> like like i don't like to say it like so though so be people will be like trevor you don't like anything like i just like a little bit of everything yeah, yeah. so i don't like to say like i will say i like hardcore because i had no enough to make to like i i talk hardcore once a week like for an extended period of time so i can i can do that i like metal i like like 
obvious like easy bear like easy uh entry points like bolt thrower and shit like that but to say i like metal is is too it's like i it, it opens up for a long conversation it also like saying i like grindcore i like power violence like where the they you where you have a niche uh, a little corner of little fucking goblins uh fucking mm-hmm. wanting to wanting to uh <laughs> uh wanting to judge you for what for for some reason i'm like i'm not opening yeah. myself up to that shit i'm like show me some like when somebody's like okay well show me a band and i'll and i'll like that and like sometimes it's just like even like when somebody shows like oh that it's like that band i'm like i didn't even know that's that's what you considered that genre it's like i like that band but i'm like yeah that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah no i i I totally understand and and yeah like i mean i like nowadays i I like most of the stuff i listen to is is like metal um i still listen to hardcore and stuff like that most of that like old 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 stuff um there are some there are some newer bands that, that that i do fuck with hard like like the newer bands that, that I fuck with in hardcore are like I fuck with them hard because like I just I like what they're doing and um I would say like I'm definitely like I would I would say like I'm more of definitely like a hardcore kid but like definitely still like a metalhead as well um just because like I mean I I just these days I enjoy the music a lot more but I still like identify like more with what hardcore is about and and you know because i'm i I am a part of the the community or got my hands in the community a little bit more um but um yeah it's it's a very like uh you're opening a a fucking can of worms with with, with some some people with like music and i i listen to a, a a lot of music um you know i listen to a lot of metal a lot of hardcore um and i listen to like a little bit of 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 everything outside of that like um you know like country or like um, well hip-hop I, I used to be like really really big into to hip-hop uh, so the, there's quite a few like 90s hip-hop and like early 2000s hip-hop that I fuck with hard but um yeah like um everything that that's outside of those like it, it, I, I still like listen to a lot of it but just like not as much as, as those other you know those other genres and stuff but no and i i, I can, get I it with, i could fuck with any genre of like metal any form of hardcore like all fucking day as long as it's fucking extreme i'm all about it and then i love atmosphere like so like i i can fuck with like 20 minute long songs like i'm a sucker for spacing out and just getting lost in music you know what like because we have like shit like we have bell witch up here oh, I love uh, bell witch. <laughs> and and like like that's that show's coming up we have one like that's coming their plan to come was like she was like they're gonna have time to play one song yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what album you want to hear okay they're, okay. they're, they're <laughs> like they they better i guess they're gonna have to source it out to the crowd because they got they only got one chance at this to do what <laughs> to do like they get one <laughs> one song one album that's <laughs> Yeah, they're they're an, an incredible band though, for especially for being just a two piece and how like crushingly heavy like live they are. It's 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 insane. Like it's, it's fucking crazy. 
Well, and I think it's like that's that's a huge thing too. We have up here, like we have people who love hardcore, but like just have like have have gone if like have gone away because like they've done that natural progression because we do have a lot of like metal up, especially up north in Seattle. I think for like Tacoma, like you go you go a certain way when you in the in the Pacific Northwest, specifically like Puget Sound. Like if you're Tacoma and you go out of hardcore and you're go- and you're going to a specific music genre you're usually a lot of you're hanging out with a lot of the fucking like people who love fat records and like the beer the punk the the craft be- <laughs> you're hanging out with the craft beer punks oh, or if if you're going like it's true though we, we have the people that are like we have a like and it's not a disrespect we have a lot of people who are like who wear like the punk vest the fu- and the trucker hat and a long long fucking long fucking oh, long beard and they're at the and they're at the at the punk shows at the valley or at um plaid pig and they're they only go they they love the music but they don't they will not go to a show that doesn't have an open bar and are not an open bar a, a working bar, an actual yeah, real just, bar, just they, bar in general yeah there's like they'll be like when we talk about real art, it's like, oh, they they have a bar. I'm like, well, they they got just they got they have white claws. Like, that's not a bar. I'm like, I get that because I'm like I'm str- I'm like, well, I was like, it doesn't matter shit to me because I'm fucking straight edge, so I don't yeah. ca- I just I don't fucking care. But like, but they're like, yeah, that's not a that's not a bar. It's like I know that, but it's like they're you still dreams. Like, well, if they're not a bar, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that. That's st- that's somewhat with like Seattle too. Like with some of the people who have stopped going to hardcore shows. They'll go to more of the metal and the grindy shit. Like, there's a lot more metal and there was a lot more metal and grindy shit like up in Seattle because there's not like a lot of like places doing straight up like hardcore shows and like there's not like people doing t- if it's if there's a hardcore show that's like a twenty one up it has to be something that's like has like usually metal influenced. There's no like straight up like youth crew style shows that are going to be that at least up here i don't know if other scenes do it like that but i've never seen like straight up like youth crew punk or like or punk style like real the meat and potato hardcore shows that yeah. are 21 up <laughs> yeah, up here, yeah at least up here <laughs> yeah i feel like like as i got older too like i did do that kind of like um that progression like you know like as a kid i was a sponge you know, uh, my adolescence to teens, I, I was a punk rocker. And then I slowly progressed into just more extreme stuff and, you know, got more into metal and got more into like different kinds of metal and then got more into like more obscure forms of metal. And now I'm just like, like whatever, like my mood is, that's what I'm listening to, you know? And yeah, it's just fucking crazy. I, I still fuck with some of those, the, the fucking fat record stuff. Like I love like, the old like 90s skate punk stuff. That's like some of the first stuff that, that got me into punk when I was a kid. So um, I, I still put those on and it's very like uh, nostalgic and, and I enjoy the songs. Even from a songwriting, a songwriter's perspective too, it's like, those are good fucking songs. Like, and they got some good hooks and shit like that. Like Bad Religion, like you can't tell me that they fucking suck because they do not, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Like, that's the like, I, I think like, I got turned off because the because the progression of time just because like some of the like all some of those classic shit is like it's staple shit but there's I think the problem is like I've I've been doing this stuff as like like working at uh, KGRG uh, there were people that refused to move on 
from a from a certain time and that was like a time where stuff was like it like like catch like like that was like their there's people who like that style of music that are that are kind of stuck in that era that's like that's probably they don't want to go they don't want to go too far far like more punk than that they don't want to go they don't want to go harder than that they don't they don't want to hear poppier than that it's just that lane and they've then they get set it's same with like some of the ska kids that me and Katen had to deal with um more specifically like the it was before i it was like when because i mean you've you've been you've been to you've been to seattle so there's a like as far as like tacoma like so seattle it's pretty white so so like when you're when you're going to some when i'm doing like most of most of the people at 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 kgrg were white people so so a lot of the music was coming from a white perspective Mm -hmm. like so when it's coming from some of that it's like it's like little some of it is like stale in my uh, in my opinion you're getting you're getting the you're when when you're hearing either ska punk whatever you're hearing like whatever they're they're we they're you know take the pop more popular take or whatever but like they're but like not and not always like the root take uh yeah it's the 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 more like appropriated uh take on on the music but like going back to like bad religion bad religion like was like that was the one band like people are like oh you listen to a bunch of shit like when i was like 16 but like bad religion's pretty cool yeah. <laughs> i was like I was, when people always they'll always be one of my favorites just from because when i was a kid um and then, like I, I've I've followed them since, you know, since I was a kid, and um, kind of fell off like in, in the like mid two thousands, but still kind of circled back around to, to some of the, their like more modern stuff. And like, even though like I'm not like as amped on it as as I as I as I used to be, like I mean they still they still know how to write good fucking music, but like I I can throw on those fucking old records at like any any time of. of of the fucking day any time of the year and i'm i'm gonna fucking just fuck with it hard like harder than i did when i was a fucking kid you know like just enjoy that shit that's just, just yeah they were like one of the one of the best bands ever in my opinion <laughs> so like stylistically like i think i think like with Zababa to zampali i think that i i you could you could definitely i feel like you could draw some you know you could draw some lines like as far as like we're when we're talking sonically like there's no like there's no shock whatever like with all with you know with the stuff that you've you've uh you know you listen to and listen to now but uh i think i don't think there's any shock that you would do that like stylistically you would yeah. do something like this because it's it it's seems like a general progression to something a little more like nothing there's no there's no real breakdowns or anything like kind of hardcore influences very like obviously doom death metal maybe a little bit like i've heard you know some stuff in some of the stuff that has like maybe more like like that has a little bit of a of a slight punk influence but nothing nothing super nothing super nothing super hardcore more of like where where like the early 90s where it was where punk and hardcore kind of i punk and metal collided and less 
less hardcore but like people doing like you know like i i referenced to like kind of the hellhammer celtic frost like where there were there are definitely some punk beats that were thrown into some of the thrown to the music yeah yeah no definitely not a big drastic i mean yeah if you've been following shibalba like i mean even if you listen to the last shibalba record like it's it's pretty obvious you know like um stylistically like it's it's just a slight like basically the like the, the the way that i put it is like i just kind of honed in on different influences for this project than i did with shibaba um but it's, it's still the same kind of you know my kind of i guess style of playing guitar and, and trying to put songs together uh just minus uh my, minus jason so it's it's a little bit different it's not exactly shibaba it's more just me um and I tried to kind of keep it as simple as as possible because um, I fuck with mortician very hard and I like simple things that are gonna grab people. Like uh, the, the, the way that, that, that I see it like, and what is, is obvious in music is like, you know, you can be, you can swing your fucking dick with like all these technical riffage and shit like that, but motherfuckers are gonna fucking remember that shit. Like songs that get stuck in people's heads are like the basic, like, basic riffs, basic fucking like very repetitive things. And so like, that's what I'm trying to kind of do just kind of just kind of make it like, you know, n not so much like knuckle dragging, like, like, you know, but just something that people are going to remember. So I like, I try to keep the, the riffs like as cool as possible, but also not too crazy because like, I, I, I want riffs that are going to stick in people's heads, you know? Yeah. I think and you all, you, yeah, you, you mentioned mortician a little bit. It's like that's 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 that the stuff. Like it's for me coming from that. Like just coming from the you know the world of hardcore and like even just like you know early like like deathcore and stuff like that. It's a it's an easy it's an easy way to it's enter. Cool. Like for because of like oh horror clip horror clip horror clip yeah crazy 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 fucking crazy ass fucking metal like, like, like a half long song though sometimes the clips are longer than the songs and like oh for like, sure but yeah like i mean uh since we're like on mortician they were um i would say they are the first like death metal band that i got into back in the day like um and and that was because of it because i you know coming from hardcore i liked fucking like just like intense um I don't want to use the, the word basic, but it's simple, like, like just simple fucking riffs, but that were very like that grabbed you and, and beat the shit out of you. Like that's what Mortician did. And, and like, they're one of the first, they are the first metal or like a death metal band that I got into um, around like 2000, I want to say 2005, maybe 2004. Um, and then uh, Dying Feast was another one because they were like, had so much groove. And then from, from, from there, I, I just, I, you know, I, I'd always heard about Cannibal Corpse, Robert Angel, but I started paying attention to them a lot more. Um, Nile was was another one I came across. Nile, like um, on, uh, I remember it was like my parents had just gotten um, satellite dish, and and you know how they had those like like music channels like in the thousands or whatever. Yeah, a metal channel that, that that would play hardcore sometimes. So I would tune in sometimes just to see if they were playing like hardcore or whatever, um, and. Uh, it was Eunice, the Slayer of Gods by Nile. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is fucking crazy. Like, this sounds like, 
like fucking like at, at that point I, I had only really knew about like power violence and, and, and crust, crust punk bands that were just played ridiculously like blast beat fast so I was like wow this is like fucking like like crust but it's like fucking fast as shit and like you can hear the riffs but it's still heavy and very brooding so like I was all about that shit and that was like kind of like how everything kind of like came came down but definitely like mortician and, and dying fetus just because dying fetus had like there was parts like i was like yo this sounds like a straight up new york hardcore band but there's like these fucking crazy ass like guttural vocals behind it like and so they, they're a very easy band for me to get into back in the day same re-listening to some of that because i like i came my my way of entry was way was very different from like a lot of other people's i I was like i like i grew up religious so like a lot of the stuff was coming through like a a lens of like face down records and stuff like that and like i so a lot of the stuff that i listened to was you know 10 like i started listening to a lot of other different music like like i listened to to a lot of metal in high high school and stuff but i didn't revisit a lot of the a, a lot of stuff in like that i re- like again like dying fetus and mortician until like and really absorbing like the influences and stuff until like post high school until like in yeah. like college age early 20s i'll be like, going back like for like this stuff i listened to five years ago because when i was like and 17 i listened to everything I, I listened to every type of fucking music whether it was not like as far as like fucking like metal like whether it was good or not but like, like I think I, because I listen like for like cattle decapitation. I, I listen I listen to that, and then I like in high school, and then I never like their two thousand four, the one with the fucking cow on it and shit. I was like, I, I or something. I forget what it was on the fucking. I forget what was I specifically on the fucking artwork, but it was a. Uh, but uh, you like I didn't I didn't listen to that again until like a decade later and like real and uh, realizing where some of these like where the what the lyrical content or whatever what and what bands were about because i went because i went from listening to everything to like just listening to fucking hardcore for (laughs) for a very long time and then i then people started throwing me uh metal suggestions and like that's why i'm like i love metal but i don't like i can't talk to it more than i like it or i like this part this part is cool i don't know i don't know all all the members all the influences everything that the band has done since or like rev that's why i don't like because i can i could talk i can speak more to a lot of the bands that i play and i'm you know a lot of the northwest hardcore bands but i like because the metal i was like also with the with with some of the people that are involved you know talking about metal or like metal gatekeepers like i just want to say i just i like it i like metal i like metal just yeah. fine just you is just fine play the play the riffs that's why i was like i was like that's why i like stuff like mortician it's fucking mindless caveman fucking yeah. just just th- it's just it's it, it that's what i that's what i like about about yeah. shit like that like the lyric lyrically clip wise it's just like yeah it, play, it, that, play that fucking track yeah it's it's just like i mean like i hate to use the word because i know it's not what mortician is but it's just a fun band (laughs) 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 
Yeah. Hell no, we're not fun. (laughs) Well, no, see, that's funny because, like, you know, if somebody, like, if this shows up on, like, the music podcast world and somebody just, like, randomly goes from to this show from something they're listening, they might be like, oh, Mortician's a fun band. And they'll be like, oh, my God. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? There's no more room in hell. It's like what the fuck? They're they're like they're like Red Hot Chili Peppers is a yeah. fun band. <laughs> this is what the fuck is this? <laughs> I fuck with the Red get... Hot Chili Peppers though. I fuck with a lot of like the '90s stuff. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like I I I enjoy like because that I would consider that like f- fun because some of the shit that just they do vocally and and fucking everything is just really fucking honestly to think about is just like like when you when you hear that come on in like an alternative radio station or a rock it's 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 definitely weird (laughs) no yeah for sure for sure (laughs) like 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 to yeah compared to compared to other stuff just like just the bass and like the lyrics, like what you got to wonder when I take my mind. Stuff like yeah, stuff like stuff like that. I'm like, just like when you really when you really think about it, it's all just like what you're willing to accept. It's yeah, when it comes to music, it just it's what you're willing to 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 accept because at first. Yeah. I would not let myself like accept heavy music because my friend, because all the friends around me were not like they were like, yeah, the new metal's fine, but but all that other stuff is screamo, and I'm like, I was like, they were like, this metal band is screamo, this is screamo, don't listen to screamo, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers are stupid sometimes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, you can't eat. I was there. My friends I was like, "Yeah, we're only gonna we're only gonna skate to butt rock and new metal." And I'm like, <laughs> "I was like, when I started this, I was like, dude, we can skate to this stuff is way better to." Sk-. I was like, "This, I was like, this shit's way faster." Like, why aren't we listening to this shit? And we're like, "No, we're gonna we're, we're gonna fucking <laughs> skate to skate to fucking puddle of mud." I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Some trash ass music to laugh to and then... fucking some fucking trapped i was like oh, dude God. i cannot fucking believe i never fucking thought in my mind that some of these bands that that were like really popular when i was like when i was like when i was like in junior high that we're going to we're gonna we're gonna be the the this big of fuckheads like the the dude from trapped like i didn't realize i was like i was like yeah the world we live in i was like i did not think i would be like my like he attacked my fucking uh my show's twitter one time because of something he saw something i was was like i did not think i did not have this on my i did not have this uh yeah. this wasn't on my cards this is like yeah. the, the, the that i'd be arguing with the singer of trap through my hardcore show because he was <laughs> like my i the only thing i have to say about this whole about that whole thing is i am so mad and i'll always be mad 
that in Riley Gale's last months of life, he had to spend it arguing with that fuck head. He destroyed that motherfucker, man. Like <laughs> He did, but the fact that he had to spend any of his last energy of to yeah. to to talk to, to fuck with that just waste of space yeah it sucks <laughs> yeah i fucking hate them i i i'm glad that like by the time that shit came out like i was already like like i was fucking just like already like knee deep into like hardcore and punk and like all that shit was just so fucking silly and stupid to me i was like this is whack like so like i'm thankful i never got into any of that cheesy ass like new metal stuff like yeah it's unfortunately that was like where that was where i was at at the time just because it was an easy barrier it was an easy entry yeah. to that shit like everybody was listening to that shit all the kids in the neighborhood skating and shit were listening were listening to that shit up until like it start. it didn't start shifting because i lived in a suburban like area so like so it didn't start shifting to like stuff that was even heavier until like um, you know 2004 like so 2002 2003 everyone like the heaviest shit that was that was going on is like some Linkin Park a little bit of Slipknot here and there yeah but like, but like so I was like Slipknot's cool hey Breeze I can like but like the rest of the shit like was like everybody was like nope nope I'm like and it was yeah so until until it was a little bit more like yeah, le- until it was a little, little more uh, accessible to to everyone else, and people were like more and more people in that neighborhood started being put onto it. But like, uh, yeah, it, it definitely like the new the the trapped and the stuff like that was like people people were people were people were digging it in in the in the south in the South Sound in the Tacoma area we had because around the time we had that we had uh that radio station the funky monkey um it was it was that was so so we had it was so it was all like at that point we called it funky monkey rock Mm because it was because it was like fucking anything that was funk that was like that was like kind of like fucking semi new metal and bull and bullshit and like butt rock style music that's was was like super blasted by the fucking uh funky monkey dudes the fucking <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was real dude funky monkey used to always like the dudes of funky monkey used to always be like like at like club and even like in my days of starting going to metal shows they they would be at the fucking uh hosting the fucking shows who's funky monkey i'm like it's it was it is weird. It was very weird thinking about thinking about thinking about Funky Monkey. <laughs> I think everyone has like those local new, new metal bands that they kind of were just like, ugh, like would rather forget sometimes. Oh, for sure, there was there's a there's a handful like them. Like once I got, I was like once I turned like sixteen, I was just like, okay. I like I gotta I gotta go guys <laughs> for, for sure like I there was there's some interesting um some some like interesting times so let's talk a little bit more uh about uh somewhatly a little bit about uh just the the project in general how 
how you got uh started up how did you move like and uh yeah just like what 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 dragged you to want to to start this after like kind of still being like being in that in this kind of realm of metal yeah um basically like um i had a a a project another like kind of like solo project um called mortuary punishment that i did and it's like uh more like kind of like um kind kind of the, the same concept but different influences more like straight up like kind of like punk riffs but tuned extremely low um kind of like coffins that kind of style and um i wrote a demo in like a day and um recorded it all by myself i did everything the drums bass i i, I literally recorded everything and i got it recorded and um i did that and then i finished writing the the shibalba stuff uh there was some like doom stuff that i wrote um that had written that had written that um we didn't really touch on Shibaba, but I still had it like just just in case um and then I was just like well like I, I kind of want to do something with these doom riffs uh so like I started writing music ar- around it and while I was doing that I was like well I did the mortuary punishment stuff all by myself like maybe I should try recording this by myself and um um basically like the mortuary punishment stuff is just like like extremely basic like punk beats and 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 doom beats there's no double pedal because i can't i can't really do double pedal um i can't blast <laughs> i can't do anything <laughs> shit, like except for play a punk beat and, and and a fucking extremely slow doom beat so um i was like well why don't i i try doing this and recording it all myself um it'll just be like a demo so I'll, I'll, I'll just program the drums and try to get them sounding as real as possible or at least not not even so much as real but just as as um like kind of have them in the mix to where um you can hear them but the guitars are kind of just the riffs are the kind of overshadowing them because they're just following the riffs basically and um so i i did that and um tried singing um i recorded everything in in, in my bedroom where i was staying at and um i um put it out on, on, or I, I put it up on, on Bandcamp and it got a lot of like, a lot of people w- were into it. And one of, um, he, he's, he's my homie now. Um, he, uh, he's in Transylvania. Uh, he, he runs Transylvania uh, uh, records. He hit me up about it, doing a tape. And I was like, fuck yeah, that'd, that'd be sick. So I sent him the files and he's like, Hey, um, the files are, are kind of like low quality, <laughs> like, lo-fi basically he's like he's like is it okay if i give it to one of my my homies to kind of bring up the levels a little bit just to make it louder and i'm like yeah that's fine so like he did that put the tape out and and basically got got the word out um and it it, it did very well and i was like holy shit like it, it did a, a lot a, a lot better than i than i expected so i was like fuck man maybe i should like you know um, not put all of my focus in on this because I still have Shibaba, but like maybe I should take this a little bit more serious. And um, so I was writing stuff. I wrote like a full length and um, it originally it was just going to be programmed drums. And then I was going to take it to, to the studio with my friend Roly. 
but then I was like, nah, you know, I, I kind of want like a drummer. Like I, I want, I want, I want it. I want real drums. And, um, my homie, um, that recorded the, the record, he's a, he's a fucking amazing musician in general, but he's a great drummer. And, um, he played the session drums and got it, you know, sounding fucking sick. And, um, yeah, that's basically how it all started. I just wanted to like try something a, a little different, maybe uh, lean a little bit more on, on the doom, but also still like, um, very death. Like the, the, there's definitely a lot like songs that are just death metal. Um, and then there's like a little bit of doom and then there's some, you know, um, I, I would say overall it's, it's more death metal now that I think about it, but like, I wrote all those songs with like doom parts pre-written and I just wrote the music around the, the, the doom parts. And, um, but yeah, I just wanted something a little bit more doomier with like kind of like a more funeral doom kind of vibe, a little bit more like evoking and uh, disembowelment kind of vibe to it. And then of course, mortician, just like basic, but still kind of keep it, you know, with the, the kind of funeral doom aspect. And then I, I, I really, really wanted to like incorporate like the, um, the indigenous side to it, like the, 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 the Mexica Aztec stuff, because I've, you know, been writing and, and kind of like um, digging into that for, you know, since I was like, you know, like a teenager. So um, I, I wanted to kind of have it overt, like, like, basically like what I couldn't do with Shibalba, um, I was like, well, like, this is going to be overtly just about, um, not, it's not going to be personal. It's not going to be any, it's just going to be, you know, off of history, mythology, and some of the lore. And so, um, and I, I just wanted to do it for that, that specific purpose to kind of bring like our culture to, because like there's a fuck ton of black metal bands that do it, but there wasn't any real death metal bands other than some of the bands in Mexico, like, like, like the chasm and um, a couple of others, but like, None that were like overtly just like, oh, no, like overtly like Mexica mythology and then nothing else. That's all I wanted to do with this was just do like Mesoamerican history and shit like that. So um, that was, a, a would say, one of my biggest inspirations for, 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 for doing this project was to kind of bring that stuff up and write about it in a creative way. Cause I think that's cool. Cause like, obviously like Zawaba, you said has different, you know, has different lyrical content. There's definitely been some, uh, some cool, like, you know, uh, um, artwork and, and stuff like that for Zawaba. But like, as far as like, uh, as far as like having it, this uh, whole project be like entrenched in this, in, in, in kind of this style of history. And even the, even looking at the name, the name, uh you know the name for your band and what it you know what it uh symbolizes is is fucking is fucking hard for yeah. it like it's it's crazy like uh yeah. and it's just like i think one thing i think is cool about it is like for people who know you from sababa and like and and our hardcore kids who don't really get, get into a lot of doom i think this is a i think that's probably what uh gets a would probably be attractive to a lot of people because it is something yeah. that they're not that they're not used to at all and yeah. i think with the especially for some listeners who might not like listen to metal and listen to stuff that's more thematic and listen to stuff that's more like personal like i think this is 
this is a cool thing because you don't because in hardcore you don't have things that are super uh thematic and and go and and follow something that's specific that's not nothing that's that's like super historical this is like hardcore is is a very much like a personal thing of so and like and taught with you know personal issues politics whatnot this is a lot of like you know you like you said you're going into you're going deep into like uh history and your and your you know your name is is a historical reference on yeah. um uh, it's 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 is very fucking cool like that's what caught me is because i was like i know nothing about this i was like this sounds fucking cool the whole like idea is is cool and it's it's very like with me knowing who you are i was like this is very easy for me to like get into yeah from, yeah. from the hardcore world from at least from the hardcore world yeah and then like, like musically too like like i definitely feel like um like I, I didn't lean too much on on one or the other um, stylistically. Like I feel like, um, you know, if I really wanted to, like there'd just be like fucking like 10, 15 minute songs. But I know like, like I tried to kind of keep in mind like the average listener while doing stuff. And so I would try to like shorten things, but still making sure that they felt like, like those parts still are very impactful. Um, yeah. So like, I definitely kept that in mind too because i mean at the end of the day like even though like it's music that i do for myself i still want people to enjoy it you know and um i do want it to be um something that people could you know beat each other up to or vibe to if they're if, if they're feeling the vibe um and yeah that, that's definitely what it is man it's just like like there's just it, it, this record is just definitely like a whole vibe for sure like and, and and when you hear it like right from, from the jump you're going to kind of like get an idea of like what that vibe is and you know it's a little bit of mystique um a little bit of brutality a little bit of ritualism just all on, under one album and then of what? course history <laughs> oh for sure and i think it's cool having on on the 20 buck spin record uh just because it has the has recently has some awesome yeah uh awesome metal has some uh has some metal and hardcore influenced uh stuff as well so yeah so that's with uh with my friends who do like the uh terminal nation stuff oh yeah so, so it's he, he he likes he likes it all and like he um i mean i i, I did a post um the other day because i any chance i can get to praise earth crisis i'm gonna praise earth crisis and uh I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about breathe the killer specifically. So I, I did a post and he responded like after I posted and was like, yo, I remember seeing them on, on the breathe the killers tour, this and that. So like he has his roots in, in hardcore as well uh, and punk rock. So like, he's, he's just well-rounded and yeah, like 20 bucks spin was like at the top of my, my list with that. I, you know, thought about hitting up to put it out. And I was so like grateful that, that he responded like, like not immediately but like very quickly when i when i sent him the you know the the link to to the songs and asked him if he would be interested in putting it out so because yeah 20 bucks been putting out fucking top tier death and doom metal for fucking years and for for sure that's it's so that's no it's just a 
it's it's cool shit so like um stoked to hear the rest i'm stoked to hear the rest of the record yeah it's gonna be out that's uh may 6th yeah so after single tomorrow i don't know (laughs) (laughs) fun fun just 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 another uh yeah unfortunately uh yeah a a day a day for to to see uh white folks take pictures of their <laughs> fucking tacos yeah fucking uh, <laughs> the first thing that fucking comes to mind is the trump uh is the trump taco bowl oh my like God. fucking picture like fucking, that, that shit that shit makes me laugh so much like that with the fucking unseasoned the, the fucking unseasoned meat yeah <laughs> like <laughs> they might <laughs> my friend made the best taco my my stuff <laughs> That motherfucker made me laugh a lot, but even though he's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh no, it's tr- it's true. Like, but that's the that's the thing, though. Like, you could say like they you you said you said you said a real thing. A lot of media misses him. Whether the people who hate him miss him, which is why when you go on the fucking more like uh liberal side of things, you still like uh. I don't know who put it on my fucking TV, but CNN is is on when I turn it on to go to go on, to to switch to Netflix, uh-huh. and uh, and I fucking I'll, while I'm switching to Netflix, I'll hear them say the same shit of stuff that happened like two years ago, and I'm like because they <laughs> like like this is not me taking a fucking political side because I'm not I don't fuck fuck these fuck these motherfuckers, but like that. When some people say, "Hey, you're kind of obsessed," or like you love this, like they got a point. Yeah. Stop fucking. If you don't like, you don't like him, and I, I don't either. Stop fucking talking. Stop. Yeah. It's it's I mean, it's literally the same thing as your average Trumper, like that has that cult of personality that, like, that's all they do is is worship Trump. Like you're, even though you don't worship him, all you're doing is talking shit about him and using him as someone to gain viewers you know because they want to hear someone talk shit it's 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 almost the same fucking thing and, and it's like nah man like i choose to fucking focus my energy elsewhere on things that like matter to me not fucking you know things that that piss me off or because that's just energy that i i don't even fucking want you know yeah you don't like it's it's good to be aware but like yeah like over fucking doing it is like also it's it's also like performative at that point exactly so, like, yeah so like, performative I don't have I don't have time for performative shit. And if you want to call call me out, I don't I don't I just don't care. Like I'm no. I'm I'm here for I'm 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 only we're only here for 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 this short fucking time. I'm like yeah yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend my time my the like it's just it's just like I said I think uh um like about. You know, be like I said a couple of weeks ago, people being on their deathbeds, um, being like, "Do you really want to be on your deathbed?" Like, get the like and and complain about and, and realize you spent your life complaining about certain shit. Like, yeah. you said, like, like I like the the episode I was talking about, like gatekeepers, people complaining about hardcore. Like, you spent all this time. Like, what if what if someone showed you all the time you spent, like fucking complaining about this shit is that really what you want for your fucking life that's the same with like trump politics stuff like that like it is okay to not let but like 
I think is like if you're really gonna if you really care, it's there's a lot of fucking shit we can you can be doing. You can be help. We can be like if you have the free time and you want to help people, you can you can go out and do it. Especially if you have the resources. And I'm not saying it for for us like fucking folk who are like who are fucking broken work and working yeah. our asses off. Like sometimes all we can do it sometimes for us that are like, I'm who are working. All we can do is like, you know, talk, but like for like, if, especially if you have some like fucking resources and you can do some shit, like don't fucking do it and don't whine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's like you said, man, like, I mean, we're only here that we know of. We're only here one time on this fucking. At least, at least on this rock, I think. Yeah. Could be on another rock. We don't. We don't fucking know where. Yeah. Like, we we don't really that. don't. We really don't know. But like, why? Why chance it for the? Yeah. Why fucking? Why fucking chance it? Like, I'm. Yeah. I'm not. It's not in a morbid way. It's like if it all turns to black, that actually doesn't feel. That's fine. Fucking fine. I'm yeah. chill with that. That's a. That's just fucking sleep, bro. That's yeah. fucking time I don't have to fucking work. What the exactly. fuck? <laughs> You're telling me I don't have to do shit. I just have to be like floating in a fucking in a fucking black cave somewhere. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Just as long as as long as like that cave doesn't have fucking like trapped playing in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. like I can oh, I can't imagine I could imagine like it being some sort of cosmic joke being like having something just like you your afterlife just having something really just horrible on repeat like <laughs> that that could be like really fucking bad but uh yeah it's just like when it with with not knowing it's like dude you go when complaining about music play about this it's okay to, to not like shit and it's and it, i think it's very important to be politically aware and do what you can but don't but don't but like the people who are just over the fucking top performative doing it because they want they want people to see them that shouldn't be like what this is about if i don't have the time or the energy about it i'm not going to fucking talk about it i'm not going to talk about communities that are not my communities i'm I, i'm going to help when i can and when i'm going to do it i'm going to actually fucking help i'm not gonna i'm either it's 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 put up or fucking shut up and if mm -hmm. i'm fucking you know, slave to this fucking capitalistic society right now, I'm going to just fucking shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do what I got to do and then just get, like, the joys that I'm able to get out of it and just for sure, just keep on trucking. Like, yeah, like, I've, I've definitely, like, um, that's the same thing, basically the, the same thing that, that that I go by, too. Just just keep just doing, just keep my head down, just do my shit. Um focus on the things that are important to me um and i mean i still pay attention to what's going on around the world i just don't let it affect me like some people um and yeah i think i don't know man fuck no it's fucking fuck it's it. crazy man and, and these are weird ass fucking times that we're living in but yeah hey, gotta enjoy gotta enjoy it while you can that's how i feel that's how i feel it gotta enjoy, like that's why I don't. That's why I don't get mad about. Try to get too mad about shit. I've I've been, See. you know, I've, I've had some shit stuff happen, and I know there's, you know, there's always there's always shit happening. There's always st people who are, who are 
or more privileged than you. There's always people that are more that have gone through more shit than you. It's it's all it's always that I'm got to be you. It's your life. Take it how you got to take it. I'm not going to tell you to be more grateful, more aware, more it's like it's 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 your shit, man. It's yeah. <laughs> man, I I definitely agree with that 100%. And it's like um the thing that I've learned too is like um most people um when they do things it is because they want some kind of validation or some kind of reaction out of either you or the people and I just don't give people that reaction. I don't give them that satisfaction like anymore or um, yeah. I kind of just like it. If it's not something that, that, that I agree with, you know, I can say in my head, that's fucking stupid, but then I'll just keep scrolling or just keep doing something else. Like, you know, I just don't, um, it's like I was saying earlier, I, I just don't waste my, my energy like on bullshit that I don't, that I don't fuck with, you know, like it's just, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, Oh, you can't do that. You can't, you, should, you need to stop that. Like, it's just like, nah, I'm going to let this fool play himself. And then I'm just going to go about my business and fucking, you know, just live my life. <laughs> I, I feel it. So thank you so much for your time, man. I yeah, appreciate, man. I appreciate you. Uh, finally, we finally have got to chat in real life. Uh, yeah. Make sure to check out the news on Potley table on Toy Buck Spin. It's going to be out on May sixth yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be really fucking sick listen you got two singles out right now and uh yeah it's gonna be anything else you want to add before i get out of here nah man just uh uh thanks for having me it was it was was a pleasure um and yeah shout out to dead air man i've fucking been a fan for first you know for years now since we met kevin so i've been riding with you guys for a while so I'm, i'm i'm really uh grateful that uh beyond finally you know yeah pretty, uh, yeah definitely appreciate the time so we're gonna get back to the music you're listening to dead air hardcore radio
Hardcore. Moshing. Straight Edge. Dead Air. Thank you.